Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Unicorn Mini Podcast. My name is Jordan Syatt. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'm excited about this episode because a lot of people wonder what are you supposed to do when progress stalls? And specifically, also people also wonder how do you know when you're supposed to change things? So, like how long should you wait? What do you do once you get to that point? How do you change your nutrition? Do you change your workouts? Like, how, do you do them both? Like, what do you actually change about them? So I spoke to Jen from the Inner Circle, a really wonderful woman, asking these these questions, and she is doing so many things well that she didn't realize, and I have a feeling you probably are too, and the reality is a lot of people, they're doing so many things well, they just don't realize it. And then they stop doing it because they don't realize how well they're actually doing. So I want you to listen to this episode. I think you're really going to like it, especially if you're struggling with losing weight or, or possibly changing your guidelines and understanding how and when to do that. So I hope you enjoy it. Any questions, let me know. Have a wonderful day. Jen, hello. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. How are you? I'm doing well today. How are you? I'm doing very well. Where Where do you live? Where are you calling from? I'm in Pennsylvania near Philly. Pennsylvania. That's, I love yeah. Philadelphia. It's one of my yeah. all-time favorite cities. Yeah? Awesome. Did you grow up there? I grew up in the area. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got this it. Suburbia. I'm a suburban girl. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. So, well, thank you for taking the time to hop on the phone with me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, me too. Thank you. And so basically, I mean, first of all, how about this? Because I don't know too much about you. Just tell me about yourself. What do you do? Like, I know where you're from, but like, give me like, talk, tell me who you are, where you're from, what you do. Like, just like, I just want to get to know you a little better. All right. Sounds good. So I am a mom of two little girls. They're uh, four and seven. Um, I also work um, in marketing for an insurance company. So i sit in meetings all day and at a desk all day um so and nice. I'm into lifting of course and you're into so lifting so how'd my... you get into lifting yeah. well how... okay so let's see I grew up with really bad asthma and I was basically told all my life that I couldn't be active that I couldn't do anything really active because it would trigger my asthma um so I was a pretty inactive kid growing up um, until I graduated from college. I had put on uh, the freshman 15, but more like 25. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And after college, I, I decided that I didn't want to be the kid with asthma. I wanted to get more active and get in shape and be healthy. Um, I realized that I didn't want to look at people and say, I wish I could do that. I want to be able to look like that. I wanted to be in a place where I could, you know, take, take the reins and do that for myself. So I started, um, just doing videos at home, like aerobic type videos. And then I started admiring, um, women who had muscle. So I got into weight training then. And my husband, uh, my, I guess he was my boyfriend at the time. It was a long time ago. Um, he, bought a squat rack from a guy that he worked with who was getting rid of a bunch of equipment. And, um, and we just started lifting in our basement and, you know, our gym, our basement gym has grown over time. And um, I took a, a 
little bit of time off from lifting after I had my first daughter and thought that I could um, lose the baby weight by running fast. You know, I could lose it faster by getting into running and it worked. But then I, you know, I'd look at myself in the mirror and and look at those women in the fitness magazines and say, no, I kind of want my muscle back. So um, I love that running had running had done its thing for me and I kind of got bored with it and started lifting again about, uh, three years ago. That like last line was very powerful. That like really (laughs) said, I kind of want that back. That was so, I love that. That's amazing. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, I've really been into it over the past three years doing different programs and the focus has shifted from, you know, admiring the fitness models and the women who do, uh, you know, the shows and things like that to more women who are really strong and love to lift because it makes them happy and it makes them feel good about themselves and not necessarily the, um, the mindset where you need to, you know, I'm only going to eat plain chicken breast and, uh, I'm not going to eat any carbs and my diet's not going to make me happy. So, um, so I've done a, a lot of mindset work over the past few years, a lot of lifting and I love it so much. Um, but now, I need to get to a place um, where my nutrition is matching, you know, how I feel on the inside. I feel strong and healthy. Uh, but when I look at myself in the mirror, I feel like I could use some improvement. You know, I'm, I haven't met my goals. Got it. In, uh, and so, in the way and I And so that's what you want to talk about today is nutrition and, and sort of how to improve your nutrition? Yeah. So uh, when I had joined the Inner Circle about, uh, about three and a half weeks ago, um, you and I had emailed to set up some calorie guidelines and you, um, you challenged me to track calories for 90 days. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that consistently for three and a half weeks. How's it going? Um, I think it goes, it's, it's going great. I mean, I think it goes back to, you know, everybody knows what to do, right? But sometimes there's just so much information out there and, and I would get to a point if I had myself on a nutrition program where I would doubt myself, am I doing this right? So then I'd sort of fall off the wagon. Yep. Um, but you challenged me to 90 days. So I'm sticking to that 90 days and it's been amazing. I mean, it, I, well, that makes me been... incredibly happy. Can you tell me like, yeah. tell, like, <laughs> tell me, I, I want to hear the whole thing. I don't even want to tell you what to say. Just like, talk to me about it. Like what's yeah. amazing. What have you struggled with? Like what, tell me what's insightful. Just go off. Okay. So, I mean, I guess I was so resistant to, counting calories before. Um, I'm not really sure what, probably because I didn't know if my calorie guidelines were serving me properly. Um, so it's been, it's been great because I've been able to eat flexibly within, you know, within the calorie guidelines that I have, I'm still able to eat, you know, a slice of pizza with my kids on the weekends or, um, or whatever it is, have treats here and there as long, but I'm, planning for them better. So I know if I'm going to have pizza on a Friday night with my kids, I'm, I'm eating a little bit less throughout the day, you know, so I'm just planning for it. Um, If I'm going out to for a meal with friends, I'm just planning ahead and making sure that my, my calories throughout the day are pretty light. So I can, um, so I can feel happy with how I'm eating and not like, oh, I'm out to dinner with friends and I can't eat anything that everybody else is eating. So can I interject been... right there? Cause that Wait. was a very powerful yes. thing that you just said. And I want to sort of talk about it. Um, sure. First of all, 
huge congratulations and I'm remarkably impressed because what you're doing right now, you said like everybody knows what they should do, but like there's so much information and it's hard. Like it's important to recognize when you're actually doing it. I think it's sometimes easy to overlook your own successes and everything. So I want to say huge congrats. You're doing amazing. That's the consistency. It's, I don't want you to overlook it. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It feels good. Yeah, it, it does feel good to really look back and because a lot of times people think they're being consistent, but when they actually get consistent, they're like, oh, no, I wasn't. Um, yeah. But what I want to talk about is how essentially you just described being able to have pizza on the weekend with your kids or go out to dinner and not mm-hmm. feel like you're missing out and like not feel like you're restricting. And it's the way I like to describe describe this more than necessarily flexible dieting. I think a better term is strategic dieting. Where it's like, right. all you're doing, it's not, because here's the question that people always ask. Well, how do I go out to a restaurant and eat their food if I don't know how many calories are in it? And it's a great question, but it's the wrong question. The, the question isn't how, like, what do you do if you don't know how many calories? The question is like, well, what are you going to be eating before and after to make up for what you might not be fully aware of, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. what you're yeah. doing is being strategic by, okay, so I'll eat a little bit less before I go. So I have more leeway when I do go. Right. And it sounds so simple when I say it, cause it is so simple. It's just not always easy. And a lot of times people, yeah. they, they put so much emphasis on the one meal on that one meal, like, that one meal is going to make or break everything that they mm-hmm. for it's easy to forget the larger picture of well what are you doing beforehand and after and the rest of the week and you're you're just based on what you said you're doing incredibly well and i i fully believe that you will achieve any and all of your nutrition and physique really and fitness goals because you're doing the right things consistently now so i just i want you to know that okay awesome thank you for saying that so, so, and sorry, I interjected, keep going. No, so I guess um, from here, right, um, I'm three and a half weeks in. So I guess one of the questions I had for you today was, um, how do I know when to change things up? So are there certain cues? Is, am I, you know, do I get to a point where I'm on a plateau and maybe I need to adjust calories a little bit? Um, so how do I continue to make progress in the next 90 days or, you know, until I reach maintenance, I guess. That's a great question. So let me ask you this. How are you tracking your progress right now? Um, in terms of like weight and things like that? Well, not, not necessarily. I mean, so you ba- the question was, how do you know when you need to make a change based on yeah. progress? Yeah. So, so the first, my question back is how, what do you yeah. consider progress? essentially. So like some people might consider progress fat loss. Some people might consider progress more energy. So like whatever your, your, and I'll tell you, when I say some people, I mean a hundred percent of people, not a hundred percent. Everybody generally wants to look at naked. Most people start off by wanting to lose fat so they can get more defined and then building more muscle along the way. So what, what is your goal? And then how are you tracking your progress currently? Yeah. So I'm, I'm probably not tracking my progress in the best way. I've really just been, you know, look, obviously looking in the mirror, seeing how clothes fit and also weighing myself. I never took measurement. I didn't take measurements three and a half weeks ago or uh, whenever I started tracking my calories. 
Okay. Um, so it's really scale, uh, clothes, and just how I look, how I feel, and how I look. Okay. So, and how often are you weighing yourself? And how often? Um, so, so it's scale, clothes, and how you look. So, how often are you weighing yourself? Um, every day, and knowing that it's going to fluctuate up and down. Um, I've lost three pounds in the past three and a half weeks. Uh, um, freaking I- amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. It, do- it doesn't seem like a lot, but I know it is. I know well, a pound per week is, is good. Well, this is the whole, this is the funniest part of it all, right? If I said to you when you first got on the phone, hey, Jen, what's like an average rate of weight loss? Like a, a, an average rate of weight loss, like <laughs> on a good, like a good amount of average weight loss per week, you would say what? Yeah. Half a pound to a pound per week. Half a pound to a pound a week. That's you're like, no, yeah, absolutely. Now you just said you were literally, I could hear you being like, yeah, it's been three pounds in the last three and a half weeks. And, and you're like, and then immediately you're like, it, I, it doesn't sound like much, but I know yeah. it is. It's crazy how your emotions <laughs> can completely overtake all logic when you literally know not only yeah. is it like three pounds on like, not only is it, is it average, in terms of it's it's average in terms of really good progress like it's average to really good and the scale that you gave half a pound to a pound it's on the upper end of that like right so if you literally lost like a pound or a pound and a half for the last three weeks i'd be like jen that's fucking awesome like you know (laughs) and and the reality is if you had a friend who's like i've only lost three pounds in three weeks you'd be like are you stupid that's fucking why are you disappointed yeah that's great I know. I know. We nitpick ourselves. So, so that's the first thing where that's number one. Number two is I'll tell you what else. If you told me I haven't lost any weight in three weeks, I wouldn't be concerned. It wouldn't be like, wow, you're really screwing up. Like I wouldn't, that wouldn't bother me. It wouldn't mean you're making, you're, you're doing anything bad because the scale is only one form of measurement. The, and some people, it's funny, like I've tracked thousands, literally thousands of weights of weight um, progress sheets for months and months and months. And I see several different patterns. Some people, they'll lose from day one to for like 90 days straight. They'll just lose almost every day, like little bits, like an ounce here, an ounce here. Other people, they won't lose for like the first two weeks. And then like they'll have like a boom, big drops and stop. And they'll go another two weeks and then boom, big drop and stop. It's like a more of a staircase. Mm-hmm. And then other people, they'll have like an initial drop, spike up, then hover around. Initial drop, spike up, hover around. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so you see like, that's more of like a, more of like a little bit of like a heartbeat type thing, but a downward yeah. trend overall. So those are the three major yeah. ones that I see. And based on what I'm hearing from you so far, and, and it can, it could totally change, but mm-hmm. you're, you're probably more of the last one, like a heartbeat. Con- yeah. consistent oh, if you look at the line of it over time it's going to be down but on a tuesday and on saturday and then on the next wednesday it might spike up right right but yep. so in the moment you might get that emotional like what the heck but like if you look at it over the course of three months it's gonna be like oh that's clearly down um yeah so the number one thing that i would really 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 make sure you do because question being how do you track your progress is you need to make sure that you're being very diligent with your tracking. Okay. Reason being, the whole thing we just went through of it's very easy to let your emotions overtake your logic. 
So if you're not diligently keeping track of the data, then it will be very easy for you to get emotionally upset and stop or change or that's the reason a lot of times people will binge because they get emotional in thinking they're not making progress when if they actually looked at the data they 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 wouldn't end up binging because they were making progress um yeah so i would say i'll I'll leave the scale for the last one i'm going to talk about but i would say measurements every two weeks okay okay um and take them at the same time so in for weights i say weigh yourself in the morning before you eat or drink after you pee and poop if possible um Mm -hmm. Because the more consistent you are, the more consistent the day is going to be. And then what you'll see is like, like a, a lot of women, they'll are the week of or the week prior to their period, they'll they'll get more bloated. And like, it's funny, like I track their that in my client data sheet. So if they say, hey, like I'm on my period this here, here to here, and then then like three months later, I've gotten enough data to see what happens, and they'll be like, I don't know, I'm gaining weight this week. I'm like, I'm like Shelly, every week. This week, every week for the past three months, we've gained weight. We know this is going to happen. So not only is it important from the perspective of keeping track of your progress, but also to prevent an emotional upset when it's just it's just normal. That's how your body responds that time of the month. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Yes. So if you see your measurements go up and it's your, your period week, cool. Like then just what I would do is just don't take your measurements that week and wait until your period is over Okay. T- type of thing. Um, it's sort of just being, it's sort of like if you end up, if it's your birthday and you go and you have a really big dinner and like a lot of food and, and don't weigh yourself the next day, even if you're supposed to weigh every day, like don't weigh yourself. That's stupid. You know, you're going to weigh more. It's, it's a waste of time. Um, yeah. So measurements every two weeks, um, pictures every four weeks. And I'm almost hesitant to say picture every four weeks because, I do that with one-on-ones when I was really, when I was really focusing on one-on-one and not anymore, it's much more inner circle now, but the one-on-one stuff, even when people made amazing progress with their pictures, they'd be like, I don't really see a difference. I'd be like, I'm going (laughs) to kill you right now. Like, this is insane. (laughs) Um, And then of course, like they, then they might see, not see it much month to month very much, but then I'll look back like six months and I'll put them all side by side by side. Like, Oh my God, I didn't even know that happened. Is like, right. So like it's pictures are important if you have someone objective looking at it. Um, mm-hmm. I also think it's important from it's cool to do like the long term overview to say like, wow, this is where I started this month. And then a year later, here's where I am. And it's like, holy shit, mm-hmm. that's completely different. Um, I think it's important for that. Just understand you might not see that every month, the difference, because you're not objective. Right. Right. Yep. So it's important. I think it's great for the overall data and documentation, but not necessarily for like definitively judging based on yourself. Um, mm-hmm. And then clothes are very important. If your clothes are consistently going down or whatever direction you want them to go, um, like waist going down, like some women are like, I want my ass to get huge. Like, why is my butt not getting <laughs> the pants aren't getting tighter on my butt? So whatever you want to happen there, measure keeping track of your clothes for sure. Um, yeah. And then one thing, and this is, this doesn't always work, but like if you, if you are around people on a regular basis, or even if like you see someone you haven't seen in a while, a lot, like the comments that people are like, Oh my God, like you look like you've lost weight or you look like your arms are more, those comments, people generally don't say something random like that unless they actually see it. Like very right. rarely will you see someone and see no change and be like, God, you look like you lost 15 pounds. 
just like it doesn't happen <laughs> so when you get those yeah. comments it's something where someone someone might be emailing me and they'll be like they'll be like oh i'm not ma- i don't think i'm making progress and two days later they'll be like oh my god i saw someone i hadn't seen in in, in two months and they're like clearly you've lost weight and that type of stuff it's very telling because it it, it mm-hmm. doesn't ha- it usually doesn't just happen randomly um so those are the ways that i tend to measure do you have any questions on that um no i mean do you think weighing myself every day is too much is that overkill i'm glad you brought that up because i completely forgot that i was going to go back to the scale um so this is a very touchy subject and this is where like the the fitness industry gets very like i hate the scale screw the scale never do it and then the people are like the scale is actually really important no 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 and I'm somewhere in the middle on that front. For some people, I think weighing every day is a really good idea. Um, because for some, it, here's, here's where I really think the scale wins. The scale wins when it acts as your accountability and you know the next day you're going to step on the scale no matter what. And that will help you stay on track. Where it's like, you know what? I, mm-hmm. I know I don't want to see that. And like, I, this is going to help me be more consistent. The scale becomes a hindrance and a nuisance when when you do have a more flexible day or even when, when the scale just goes up for no reason other than it's the fucking scale and that's just going to happen. And, mm-hmm. and you let your emotions be ruled by the scale. When the scale, when you try to make the scale, which is an illogical thing, logical, because it won't, yeah. go, it won't go down every day. It won't go down every week. It will spike up for completely random reasons that you wouldn't even think of. Um, and this is where a lot of self-awareness becomes very important. If you know that you are going to get pissed off and upset, the scale goes up. I would say, don't weigh yourself. Um, yeah. If my, I'll tell you my goal with people. A lot of people's goal is to get them to not step on the scale. That's not my goal. My goal is to get everybody to eventually be able to step on the scale and look at the number and say, cool, regardless of whether it went up or down. Like, Mm-hmm. I don't I don't necessarily want them to celebrate a downward drop because it's not necessarily anything. And I don't want them to get pissed at an upward spike because it's not necessarily anything. I just want them to use yeah. it as data. So, so, but that being said, some people get very emotional about it. And for them, I have no problem saying don't step on it. So with you, like trying to be as objective as possible, where do you fall on that spectrum right now? Um, well, I thought I was being pretty objective about it, but then on Monday I stepped on the scale and I was back up to, uh, 143, which is where I started three and a half weeks ago. And, uh, it definitely messed with my emotions the rest of Monday. And I knew in my head, I said, I'm still going to stick with it. This isn't going to impact my progress, but it was a little bit of a mind fuck on Monday when I, when I saw that number. And what happened Tuesday? Um, it went down. It went back down. (laughs) Way to not mention that, Jen. Down the three pounds. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oops. (laughs) It went all the way back down the three pounds. It went back down three pounds. Yeah. I'm going to make this one sound clip. I'm going to cut this sound clip, (laughs) and I'm going to just put it on auto repeat and just make and somehow find a way to bug it in your ear. So all day, every day, you just hear this on repeat. Yeah, Monday it went up three pounds, and Tuesday it went back down three pounds, like over and over and over and yeah. over. And and it's funny because sometimes people will post in the inner circle, like they'll go up three pounds one day, and then all of a sudden they'll they'll go in the inner circle and be like, 
oh my god this isn't working i don't know what's going on whatever and then i'll comment i'll be like so uh when like when did this happen and and what's like the trend overall and they'll be like it just happened today and i'll be like but your trend has been down overall yes so calm down stop using all caps and exclamation points you're fine this isn't a disaster like no one's died it's not a problem so so what i would it's i'm i'm glad that we, we can laugh about this because and let me ask you this actually even equally as important this is going to be a recurring theme on these calls and things i talk about um when you got on the scale and it went up three pounds and you were clearly bummed about it and upset did you mm-hmm. what did you ever like was it all like in your head in terms of were you was it all like emotion based in your head or did you have an out loud verbal conversation with yourself it was all in my head. So Pretty much all day long. All yeah. day. It was in your head, right? Yeah. Yeah. But had you sat down and you're like, and you literally just had a, a verbal conversation, maybe even when you got off, like you felt you, yourself get upset, worried, whatever, took a deep breath and you were like, okay, so the scale went up three pounds this morning and I know the scale is going to fluctuate. I know that on average, I'm down three pounds over the course of the last three, three and a half weeks. And that's really good. And every time I see any science-based post relating to the scale, it always says it will not go down every day and its fluctuations are normal. So I'm going to be totally fine today because this doesn't fucking mean anything. I'm going to stay on track. I bet you would have been way better off the rest of the day. You're probably right. Yes. So, and I don't know if you've seen these in, in the passenger circles or in the videos, but have you seen the, the where I've spoken about really verbalizing anytime you're having a, a, an emotional reaction to something i have yes and I, I did not internalize that apparently so but so, now i will so now <laughs> you're already doing one challenge and and the fact that you've stuck with it so far is amazing because someone else might have seen that th- maybe you not on the challenge would have said fuck it and done whatever when they're scaling up right but because Absolutely, you're doing the challenge, because you're doing the challenge and you're like, you know what? I'm sticking to this. I'm not like this. You did it. And I'm so, that's yeah. why I'm such a big proponent of these. Cause it's like, it's, it's not giving you a way out. And then how, yeah. how cool is that? Like then on Tuesday it goes down and you're like, whoo, thank God I stuck with it. Cause uh, <laughs> it's still working. But like yeah. I have a, a sub challenge for you because I promise you this, Jen, I promise you at another point in time, the scale's going to go up three pounds one day again, and you're going to get pissed. I promise you it's going to happen. And my challenge mm-hmm. to you, anytime you have an emotional reaction to the scale specifically, but in any of this, I want you to take yourself, if you're in the office, take yourself to a, a, quiet, a place where you can do it and have a conversation with yourself. So people might think you're crazy. People think I'm crazy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> actually you want to know uh, i got this tip my best friend not my best he's one of my best family friends his name is josh he's a he's a i don't know the difference between a psychologist and a uh i don't even know the other word in this moment psychologist and a uh psych- psychiatrist? psychiatrist yeah exactly i don't know the difference i know one of them can prescribe medication um right he's the higher level one and he's been a family friend of mine for years he's actually the guy when i wanted i almost dropped out of college and he's the guy who kept me in but he told me a story of a guy who would slip in and out of psychosis, an older man. And when he would go into a psych- psychotic state, he wasn't dangerous, but he thought he could hear his, his wife who had passed away and he would have conversations with mm-hmm. her. And the 
the trick that he, he basically this he didn't need to be in a in a crate in like a uh, in a house he didn't need to any supervision it's just he needed to take his pills and sometimes he wouldn't take his pills just so he could hear his wife's voice and have conversations with her so they came up with a deal where he would have his phone out and just if he was in public he would pretend like he was talking on the phone with someone and that way it wouldn't look weird and people wouldn't call like someone because an old man is just having a conversation with literally nobody um so that's something I've used where literally if I'm, I will do it myself. If I'm having an emotional reaction to something, like I'm at a point in my life where the scale doesn't bother me anymore. But like, if it's something related in any, in any situation, I will take my phone out if I'm in public and I'll just have a conversation with myself. And, and it's completely normal in, in your head. The first couple of times you're like, do they know I'm talking to myself right now? No one knows. No one cares. I could literally probably talk to myself. No one, cares. No one gives a shit. No one cares what this yeah. short balding Jewish guy is doing. No one fucking cares. So take your phone out or wherever, go into a private place and just talk to yourself and state the facts. This is what happened. Yeah, yeah. And as you do it, you're going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe I almost just wasted a whole day pissed off about this. Right? Like, yeah. I, that's my sub challenge to you for the rest of these 90 days. Do you, do you accept? Okay. Absolutely. I love that. I love it. So now circling back to the original question, which was how do you essentially know if you're still making progress or what do you do? You're going to track mm-hmm. your weight daily if you want to do that. If you, mm-hmm. if you, I would say the, the bare minimum, I would say is three times a week. Um, okay. the, the main reason I prefer daily is because you get more data. And, and if you happen to do it three days that uh, your weight is up, you'll be like, fuck this. But by doing it daily, you do get more data. But I'd say three times a week, two, seven times a week. Um, and then don't weigh yourself the day after like an, an insane, like a, a birthday party, something that you did go over, whatever, it's just not worth it. But track your data, track your weight, track your measurements, track your clothes track your pictures, track, keep track of comp comments from people, whatever. And my recommendation is this. If I was talking solely based on science, solely based on um, physiology, I would say mm-hmm. if you don't see a change in about two weeks, 14 days, then either slightly reduce calories or slightly increase output, walking a little bit more, doing a little bit more like uh, like low intensity cardio, a little bit, just enough to burn an extra 100, 200 calories several days a week. Okay. But if I'm talking to a person, which I am, um, I say 30 days because okay. it's so easy to feel like you're being perfect and, and everything when sometimes there are days that just aren't 100% consistent and that's just normal. That's life. That's just whatever. So I tend to go with the 30 day option only because if you really hit those 30 days, hundred percent, something's going to happen. And if you hit them hundred percent and it didn't happen, that's when you make a change. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keeping in mind, you aren't even 30 days into the original challenge yet. Right. Correct. And you're yes. still making a ton of progress, but and here's actually a really important point. Cause I did the same thing to Natalia in the inner circle where like, that's how she started, mm-hmm. where I was like, you're going to do a 90 day challenge. And she still hasn't even done it the 90 days yet, which is crazy. Cause she's like, this is taking forever. She's already, I think she's down almost 20 pounds now. And, and before yeah. she like swore, she, she like wasn't, nothing was working, yada, yada, yada. But like now she's crushing it because she, yeah. and basically how crazy is it that you haven't even been doing it a full 30 days yet? 
Yeah. Did, like in terms of it, does it feel? Good. It feels good. It feels, it feels good. Natural. Good. Yeah. I'm. That's amazing. It feels sustainable, which is important to me. Let me ask you this, if you don't mind answering. Um, you said earlier you were resistant to counting calories. Yeah. Can you talk to me about that? What What was the resistance? Why? And and keep in mind, I'm like. I, I full transparency here in terms of I guarantee you whatever was you were being resistant about other people are having the exact same thing in this moment and I think that what you're about to say will help a lot of people okay so I think it probably goes back to um being in situations where I had um where I had been tracking calories so I, I'm going back to last summer Um, I was, I started out tracking calories. I was trying to eat lower carb. Um, so I do great for most of the day, um, up until about probably up until I got home from work. Um, and I would start making dinner for my family. And at that point I would be so starving from probably from the lack of carbs, because I, I don't think I do well on a low carb diet, um, that I would just graze. So I would be making dinner. I'd be making, or I'd be eating as I'm making dinner. I would restrict myself from having any carbs, um, that I was serving to my family, but then I would just, I would eat spoonfuls of them as I was, you know, packing lunches for the next day or, uh, putting the leftovers away. So at that point it was like, oh, well, fuck it. I shouldn't even count those cal. I, how can I count those calories? I don't know how much I was eating. Um, so I think it was just frustration from, from that, you know, not having enough to eat throughout the day and not eating the right things for me throughout the day. And then just, I guess you could call it binging at the end of the day. And at that point it was like, no, I'm not counting those calories. There's no point. Got it. So thank you for that. I think that's where it stems from. Yeah. Just so you know, that is one of the more common things I hear all the time. Restrict, 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 binge at night. That is one of the most common things. And it's actually one of the reasons why intermittent fasting has become so popular because people Mm -hmm. are like, oh my God, I can facilitate, I can, I can essentially binge without guilt now. Um, (laughs) And, and that's where a lot of people get into trouble with intermittent fasting. I've spoken a lot about Mm -hmm. intermittent fasting. I support it fully. It's not for mm-hmm. everyone, especially people who are more prone to binging at night. Um, yeah. What I will say, actually, I have a question. When, when, um, when you were first counting calories, you were, you were also restricting carbs. Are you restricting carbs I, now? I am not, no, because I, I learned then that it doesn't work for me. This is um, such – I'm so glad we're having it. Thank you so much because, like, this is, this is such an important talk that we're having. And yeah. what you just – it's so – Basically, not only did it, I, I don't even know if it was the counting calories that might have done it. It might have been the elimination or restriction yeah. on that yeah. that then led you to be like, ah, now I'm going to have all of them because they're here. And <laughs> right, it's like you go through all the stress of the day, like work and your kids yeah. and the family, and you're like, restrict, restrict, restrict. And then here they are in front of me. Fuck it every day. Yeah. Like, that's right. So, but now you know they're not bad. You're not restricting right. yourself. You just have a total number right. of calories to hit. And if they're in front of you, yes. it's like, if I want some, I'll have some. But now that it's not right. off limits, it's not like, like shove it all down your throat. It's, isn't it crazy how yes. that works? 
It is so crazy. Yeah. I find that if I have carbs throughout the day, then I don't get hangry when it's time to make dinner. I don't, I don't feel like I need to eat. And so sometime, you know, I was making my kids macaroni and cheese the other night. It didn't fit in my calories and I was okay with that. I said, if I want to eat it tomorrow, I'll just make it fit and it's no big deal. And it was fine. So I, I love the flexibility and the, the way this feels sustainable for long-term because that's really important to me. I want to be able to get to a point where I'm happy with my weight. I'm happy with the way I look and it's pretty natural to maintain it. Jen, you're fucking amazing. Seriously. And, and you just even said something else. I don't even know you realize you said it. Have you heard of seen my bright line concept? I don't think so. Okay, you're going to, there's a lot in here. So there's a ton of, I know there's a lot in here, but you're going to come across the bright line concept. I'll talk about it again. We're going to talk about it right now. What you just okay. said, you, I, you don't even realize how impactful this is for so many people and maybe even yourself. The, the mac and cheese, you see it there and you're like, I'm okay with it. If I want it tomorrow, I'll make it fit. Mm-hmm. And this is a really, 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 uh, powerful statement and a statement that can immediately take stress off of you which it sounds like exactly what it did you're like if I want it tomorrow I'll have it fit cool one of the the things that I'll have people do if they like are thinking about binging on a food or they really want food I'll say just say don't say you can't have it say I'll have it later I'll have it in 20 minutes if I still Mm -hmm. want it and when you say when you give yourself that permission just give yourself a time in the future to have it all that stress goes away because you're giving yourself permission. And then usually when the time comes around, you probably don't even want it anymore. Yeah, right. So, but I mean, and if you do want it, great, then you can have it in an appropriate portion. You're fine. But that is mm-hmm. that, just simply saying either I'll have it in 20 minutes or if, I'm, if I still want it in 20 minutes or if I want it tomorrow, I'll make sure it fits in my calories tomorrow. That's an amazing, amazing tool that you used. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's it, it, And basically the bright line being it's a rule. Right. So the bright line is a rule where when, whether you're going out to eat with friends or whether you, it's uh, your you're going out to eat with friends, you're going to an event or whatever. You create a rule for yourself or any time you have a craving, the rule is you and you must follow that rule. So every time maybe every time you crave mac and cheese, your rule is I'll say if I still want it tomorrow, I'm going to make it fit. That's your rule. Yeah. And like the, the thing about a bright line is some people are like, yeah, I'll make a rule. Like some people are like I'm going to count calories but then they don't. And even though they say they will, the bright line is you have to make this promise with yourself, like in the deepest heart of your soul, like an unbreakable promise in Harry Potter terms, the unbreakable uh, <laughs> vow, where it's like, yeah. you just have to do it. And, and when you really stick to them, they do help because they take a lot of stress off. So, yeah. So now going all the way back, I bet you did not think that this was going to take so long to answer your question <laughs> was track your data for 30 days. And mm-hmm. if, if it doesn't change, Depending on what you're more comfortable with, either reduce calories slightly, just like don't mm-hmm. go crazy. I'd say three days a week or four days a week, yes. reduce your calories by one to 200 and then, okay. or, or increase your output, like add another 15 to 20 minutes of walking or another like 10 to 15 minutes of higher intensity cardio, um, several days a week. That's it. Just a little bit of that. Do that for two more weeks consistently and if you don't see any change which you should at that point but if you don't then a little bit more but it's just those little things and keeping in mind most people will make the change for one or two days not see a change they fuck this is not working 
you got to do it consistently for two more weeks before you change it. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so long winded. No, it's all really good. <laughs> um, I really appreciate it. Is there anything else? Any other questions you had? Anything that you, you wanted to discuss? Um, I think, I mean, at some point I'd like to talk with you about the, the concept of maintenance, but it's probably a conversation that would be better when I'm closer to that point. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, um, listen, but, we'll talk about it. Here's the deal. When you're done with the 90 days, we're going to hop on again. Okay. Well, let's make that a deal. When you complete the full 90 days, 100% absolutely consistent. We're going to hop on the phone and talk about next steps, whether that's continuing or reduce or changing your numbers or maintenance, but we'll be able to talk about that. And by the way, I can also, there's a lot of stuff about maintenance in the inner circle already that I can forward you. Okay, great. Cool. Awesome. That is a good, um, that'll be a good goal for 90 days. Get to talk with Jordan again. <laughs> and that's a good thing for me because I get to talk with Jen again. So listen, thank you <laughs> so much getting I, I really appreciate it and I know like we're doing the the podcast right now and I'm hopefully gonna release it publish it within the next couple hours I just want you to know like everything that you said is so common and I there are gonna be a lot of people who listen to this and they're gonna be like wow that I'm so glad that like Jen was open about that and and had that call because it's gonna it's really gonna be very impactful so thank you for taking the time to do this yeah, thank you. And I'm, I, I hope it's helpful for somebody else. Well, thank you, Jen. I will. I'll see you in the inner circle. And if you need anything, please let me know. Okay. Thanks, Jordan. Take care. Bye, Jen. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Daily Unicorn Mini Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, I would really appreciate leaving a ranking, whether you're on iTunes or Spotify or Anchor. It really it does help. Leaving the rankings do help a lot. And either way, I hope you enjoyed it. If I can help, do not hesitate to contact me. Reach out. I'm always here. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.